Let me tell you about our um, uh, on-air Blaze sponsor. It is Coin, C-O-I-G-N, Coin, like the ending of the word sovereign, Coin. Uh, when you use a credit card, every time you do, you're helping big banks contribute money to leftist causes. La Raza, Planned Parenthood, Black Lives Matter, Acorn, the Clinton Foundation. Oh, man. Would you like to stop supporting all this evil? Welcome to the parallel economy. The coin card, spelled C-O-I-G-N, coin. It's America's only conservative credit card, and it gives you freedom to support the causes that match your values. They offer unlimited cashback rewards, world-class theft and fraud protection, and the ability to align your dollars with your values. Because coin donates to conservative causes. So... Get COIN today. Sign up. Go to COIN, C-O-I-G-N, COIN.com slash blaze. That's COIN.com slash blaze. Make sure you read all of the information, COIN.com slash disclosures. COIN.com slash blaze. fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, we rounded up for a bunch of 70 and 80 year olds. We got those criminals off the streets there in Michigan. Is where we got them, and they were all holed up like a gang. And they were trying to steal the election. It's just like them 80-year-olds to be plotting and scheming. Oh, yes, the Biden administration. Man, they're tough on crime. They can find those criminals that fast. Well, not all criminals. Criminals that, you know, has have any loyalty to Donald Trump or the conservatives, that, that those criminals, man, they got them. You know, the ones that are leaving cocaine, you know, in the White House or pipe bombs in parks. They just can't find those guys. But I'm telling you right now, these 80 year olds are going to be facing up to 20 years in prison. And maybe we'll reform them so when they get out. Well, well, if they get out, it'll probably be in a box because they're 80-some plus years old. But that'll teach them, you young whippersnappers. All right, we're going to go into that because I'm having a hard time really understanding, oh, I don't know, everything in our country. Harold lives in Massachusetts. While back, uh, he was uh, in a pretty bad place with his back. He would go to bed at night and have shooting spasms that would keep him up, tossing and turning in pain. He didn't know what he was going to do, and nothing he tried really seemed to help. 
That's when he heard me talk about Relief Factor on the radio. He didn't think it would probably work, but he didn't have anything to lose. Within two weeks of trying it, however, Harold says he's astonished to find out his back pain was gone. Just disappeared. Harold got his life back. I got my back. Back as well. You know what I'm saying? When I took Relief Factor, uh, my life changed and I got my life back. How about you? Want to give it a whirl? Three-week quick start, 1995. It's a trial pack. Take it as directed. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. And after their three-week trial period, 70% of them go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Well, I don't tell you, I'll tell you right, right now, we back in, in December of, I don't know what year it really was. I've lost all track. Of, but it was during the election. And um, we were all like, I had Myrtle with me. And Myrtle, we call her murdering Myrtle. She's a hard ass. And Myrtle and Myrtle was there, and we're like, you, we, you know what we got to do? Myrtle and Myrtle said, kill them all. And I said, no, Myrtle, calm down, not yet. I said, anybody know what we need to do? And Vivian put her hand, well, she didn't put her hand all over. She just raised her eyebrows. Her hands don't really raise that much anymore. She said, well, what about a new slate of electors? Myrtle said, I like murder better. And I said, shush, Myrtle. Well, we did. We got a slate. We used those old slates that we used to use when we were in school. And it's before chalkboards. Some of you kids might not know, and they were little slates. And we had our little... Our little chalk and our slate, and we said, we're for Trump. And then all of a sudden, we heard this pounding on the door. And it's kicked open. And a, a big man who was just, he was, he comes and he says, Hi. Uh, Can I sit down for a minute? Because I... I'm President Biden, and you're all going to be under What you just heard was actual video of what happened in Michigan in late 2020. Pretty terrifying, Stu. I'm glad that Murder and Myrtle, Vivian, uh, and the rest of the gang are off the streets today. You didn't even get into what Edith and Florence did. Uh, oh, my God. Well, Edith. A whole other story, a whole other show. Yeah. Hermina was really, <laughs> was really quite bad. Um, so can you tell me what's happening with this? They, they all, it, what it seems like is... They were preparing for a different slate of electors because they were convinced that the election had been stolen. 
correct? And they yep. sent in a different slate. Yes, uh, they okay, signed on. But that slate wasn't accepted. Right. It did not uh, did not uh, result in the changing of any elections. Uh, now, look, mm-hmm. it's they just filed these charges. We don't know what they have. Maybe they have some texts that make these guys, you know, look like right the now, worst people in the world. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we will see. They are. I, I mean, I think if you honestly look at this and you say, you know, these were lo- people, local officials, uh, people in Michigan who believed the election was stolen, who had the president of the United States telling them that the election was mm-hmm. stolen, that had the legal apparatus around the president of the United States recruiting them for these efforts. I mean, I think one can can understand why they thought it was OK and thought it was the right thing to do. Right. They believed that, that the president had been wronged and they believed uh, that they were getting sound legal advice that this was going to work and it was the right thing to do. You can agree or disagree with whether it should have happened or should not have happened. But like if you put yourself in the position of these people who really believe this, I think authentically believed that this had happened. It's hard to, to make them out to be these evil doctor, doctor evil type villains who are trying to overthrow elections. Uh, you know, again, I they feel the need to try to make it a, an example out of anyone who was involved in this effort, including, you know, grandmas who walked into the Capitol and called it an insurrection. Uh, you know, I, I think. Honestly, I think if finding, people are honest, I think that you could understand what happened here. I think, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, somebody who's we all know when you just when you hear the name, the it just a chill runs down your spine, quite honestly. And I think we all feel this way. You know, uh, when I say John Haggard, I hate to do it again, but I have to John Haggard, 82 uh, he said that he didn't believe he did anything wrong. Now, I believe that from most 82-year-olds, but not John Haggard. He is terrifying. Not John He's Haggard like, and not Gertrude. Not Gertrude. No. Not Gertrude. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. When you're talking to Gertrude and Myrtle, it's bad. It's bad. So, um, apparently, they... You know, a, a GOP-led Senate panel that was investigating this, and they found no wrongdoing. Um, he's, you know, uh, Ed McBroom <laughs> spoke with one of the fake fake electors, and it was clear to McBroom that the effort was organized by people who put themselves in a position of authority and, you know, and making themselves out to be the ones who knew what they were doing, and they were wrong. And other people followed them when they shouldn't have. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm tired of this lawlessness. These 80-year-old grandparents, slam them in jail. <laughs> how, how do we expect to teach our young, our young ones how to burn cities down? Um, mm. How to protest by stealing things from Macy's? Um, how, how are we expected... To teach them, you know, the right way to put on the masks before you go out in the street to wreak havoc. Uh, when you got these 90-year-old hoodlums that just have forever run free. Higgledy-piggledy, just run free. <laughs> over and over again, Glenn, it really is upsetting. 
I mean, look, I it's so obvious what they're trying to do here, which is they want to extend January 6th until January 6th, 2090, right? They want you to be thinking about this every single day till the end of time. And this was this obviously started earlier than that. It was in December when a lot of the stuff went down. Uh, some of these people may have changed their mind by the time January 6th even occurred, but it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. They just want to make examples out of people and make it seem like anyone who votes for Donald Trump is in favor of, you know, ransacking the Capitol. I mean, and they keep going down this road. They're doing it. They're going to do it again when they're going to charge Trump. And it's not going to help the country. It's going to hurt the country. It's going to cause more mayhem and more consternation and make things more difficult for the country to advance in a sensible way and they know this and they're doing it anyway because they want it not 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 if john and myrtle right again Okay, there was another indictment uh, yesterday, yesterday or uh, a, a signal that an indictment is coming. Jonathan Turley um, predicted yesterday in another indictment on Donald Trump hmm, may backfire unless investigators uh, process a, uh, an airtight case with evidence of a crime. Now, that seems kind of like a high bar you know you're indicting somebody and it may backfire if they don't let me get this right have an air have airtight evidence of a crime (sighs) what kind of standard is that not one like they had on me in murder i'll tell you that yeah right trump revealed that he received a target letter yesterday from special counsel jack smith Uh, He's a target of a January 6th investigation. Uh, The prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ sent the letter stating that uh, Donald Trump was a target. Hmm. Reacting to the development on Fox News, Turley said that the case may be constitutionally challenged unless investigators have significant evidence that Trump committed a crime. Of course, they'll find that. Just look in the library to find the candlestick or, or the observatory with the rope. And where is that Colonel Mustard? Well, he was signing some of those slates with me. If the case is built around Trump's speech, I don't believe it will withstand judicial review. The question is, does Smith have something else, something that is a direct link to the conspiracy. Oh, I'm so tired of this. You know, you know what kills me, Stu? Real crime is happening. Like, and I'm not even talking about you know, little crimes like, you know, going to work in the situation room and, you know, putting your cocaine in your locker. I don't even mean that. I mean, real crime is happening. People are dying in our streets uh they are they're closing down businesses because the police can't keep anything um and hold anyone they're immediately released there is that story we gave you yesterday up in uh, Oregon somebody that was released oh gee 
You didn't appreciate that? I thought you were going to go out and be a Boy Scout. No, this murdered like six girls. But other than that, he was on his best behavior. All of this stuff that is going on and the crimes that we're talking about all revolve around Donald Trump. The most investigated, just again, I want to say this, the most investigated man on planet Earth. There is no one that was doing a cursory investigation, not even the Republicans. Nobody went, nah, just kind of look in a little bit. Everyone's like, find something, find something, man. He's crazy. Find it. If, you know, if we're watching like, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings or something like that, th- everybody would have come in to see the king and went, I'm so- I haven't found anything. I mean, find something! And a blade would come down and chop that guy's head off and fight him! Fight him! Uh, he, they didn't find anything. I mean, they really didn't find anything. Everything that they have found has been a joke. Meanwhile, the opposite is happening in the northern kingdom. In the northern kingdom, they're like, don't find anything. Yeah, but I got this laptop with these drugs and these pictures and the movies and the cocaine. It's all over his face. Don't find anything. Head rolls down. Yeah, it's a bit of which, a problem. Which, 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 uh, it's which. such a double standard and and yeah. pathetic. Obviously, like, you know, with the Trump stuff, there's kind of two different categories for it, in, in my mind, at least. You have the, the stuff where... If it were true, it would be really serious, right? But I don't believe it's true. The example of that would be E. Jean Carroll, right? Like, if Donald Trump actually did rape someone at a Bergdorf Goodman, you know what? I'd be really, really, really opposed to the guy. Would want him in prison, would want him not to be president, for sure. Like, I, that would be really bad. I don't buy that at all. I don't think there's anything there. On the other side, there's the stuff where you have um, something that, some legal experts believe they do have technically something on him, but I don't really care about it. I, frankly, something like the documents case, for example. Like a lot of experts yes. say they can get him on a technicality here. They can find something on him. They can charge him. They can do these things. But like, the I just most frankly don't investigated care. guy, yeah. the right. most investigated guy. And you got him on uh, a document right. there. You're like, I don't know. You probably could pin something on him. Right. Exactly. So I just Come don't on. care about it. Right. I, we don't know again with with this case what they think they have. I mean, if we if there's a tape of Donald Trump, uh, he, he's like, you know what? I know I lost this election, but I want this government to be overthrown. Damn it. You get on this right now, Rudy Giuliani. When that tape comes out, I will eat my words on this. But I mean, I, it doesn't seem like they have anything other than the fact they really just don't. They really want to use him as a target because he's their opponent. And we keep coming back to the same conversation. All right, let me uh, talk about preborn. Overturning Roe versus Wade, really the beginning of everything we have to do to reclaim our country from the scourge of abortion, because it's still going on. The, the percentage of abortions that went down when half the country said, not here. Stu, was it 3%? A three percent reduction? Yeah. It's going to wind up a little higher than that, but the initial year was 3%, yes. So sad. The Ministry of Preborn stands every day for the helpless among us. 
providing free ultrasounds and postnatal help for up to two years. They're helping move the needle tremendously. When expecting, um, when an expecting mother hears the baby's heartbeat for the first time, the chances that she will choose life for that baby double. You can be part of that. Someday when people ask what you do when all of this was still going on, you can say, I helped save a life through preborn. I helped save many lives. Get involved, will you? Ultrasound is $28. If you'd like to donate $28, that could save a life just your donation. Just dial pound 250. Pound 250. Use the keyword baby. Or you can find out all about preborn and donate there at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. We have Tom Fitton, uh, who's a little smoked um, about what is going on. We're going to talk to him coming up in just a minute. I don't know how you would describe uh, our involvement in Ukraine at this point. Um, Forever war by proxy, quagmire, beginning of World War Three, end of the United States. I'm just I'm just not sure what we're actually doing over there. And I'm actually and maybe you are in the minority within the Washington, D.C. establishment. They're on both sides. They're like, yeah, we got to have this war. This is going to be the greatest war ever. Oh, I miss war so much. Let's war, 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 war. Um, I'd prefer not to, um, mainly because I don't see the good guys here. I see innocent victims. That I do. But I don't think Russia is the good guy. I don't think the Ukrainian uh, government is the good guy, and I don't think we're the good guy. So I tend to say, I don't think I'm riding out with your posse, Hoss, and uh, maybe I'm alone. Ben Shapiro has made a great case that uh, people like me are just naive. Well, thank you, Ben. That's one of the nicest things you've ever said to me. (laughs) I worked a long time on that. My naivete. That's a French word. means hotness. Anyway, um, we, uh, we kindly respond to that. And let's open our eyes on Ukraine and what it really means. More on that and the latest indictment on the president, President Trump. When we the come back. back program. Hmm. Let me tell you about my slippers. I'm wearing my slippers all the time here on the ranch. Now, normally people who have a ranch or a farm and you're around cattle, you like to wear steel toes um, because the cows will step on your toes. I don't because while I have a ranch and I have cattle, I don't actually do anything but eat them. And uh, I can eat steaks in my slippers and they're my slippers. And they are the best slippers. I wear them all the time because they're so incredibly comfortable. Sure, sure. Do I feel a little uncomfortable yesterday when I went into the bank? Uh, Yeah, maybe a little bit. But I don't really care because they're comfy. Get your My Slippers now and all kinds of great specials on their pillows and everything else. MyPillow.com. Get your My Slippers now 
MyPillow.com or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code SUMMIT. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Hello, America, as if that is your real name. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Tom Fitton is on with us from uh, Judicial Watch to talk to us about yet another possible indictment on what is happening with Donald Trump. Will this ever end? Tom, welcome. Hey, Glenn, good to be with you. Thank you. So, first of all, I just have to say, you know, I've talked to you a million times and I've seen you several times, but are you lifting now? Because you look like you could snap my neck with your fingers. <laughs> it's all AI generated. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So is my fatness. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, so uh, uh, yesterday they came out. It looks like there may be another arrest uh, of Donald Trump, another indictment. Right. Can, can you explain what is going on here and what is going on in Michigan as well, if you can? Well, I think it's a coordinated Democratic Party operation to destroy the Republican Party using the awesome powers. And I don't use the word awesome in a positive way, uh, but powerful powers of the prosecutorial offices at the state and federal level. Uh, to arrest their leadership. I mean, that's what's going on in Michigan. Um, electors are those who participated in disputing the election in, in Michigan, including Republican leaders, have been indicted, face the rest of their lives in jail, potentially. Uh, what's going on here in Washington, D.C., is that the Jack Smith grand jury, after they indicted, or moved to push uh, an indictment of Trump on uh, the sham pro- uh, document issue, is uh, trying to prosecute him for a being president and questioning how federal elections were run and b being a candidate exercising his rights under the first amendment to dispute an election and figure out what legally could be done uh and maybe they're trying to tie it to the january 6th incident as well but uh you know i testified to that grand jury and I can tell you, they they spent a lot of time harassing me about First Amendment protected speech and electors and debates about that that were taking place. Uh, and I, I remember thinking, despite the you know, despite the harass the harassment is why is all this being discussed in this context? This is a federal grand jury, and we're talking politics. We're talking party politics. It was it was like being in a CNN interview for four hours. And and uh, so it's no surprise, given their interest in partisan politics and debating me on the Constitution and and federal election law, uh, that they would take the next step uh, and abuse their office further uh, to try to jail Trump before the election. So what happens here? Are they. Uh, are they really trying to jail him? Because you could still run for president in jail. And I have to tell you, uh, I think there would be a lot of people that wear, would wear a T-shirt proudly uh, of his mugshot with the numbers under his face uh, and just say, I voted for Trump. I voted for prisoner 14009. 
I mean, I think there's a lot of people that would do that because we see this as insanity and a banana republic. Well, I mean, they're, they're in, in the Miami case, which began in Washington, D.C. They moved it down to Miami. They were seeking a trial for December. Now, the judge may put that off a little bit, but it may still occur during election time. Uh, you know, they were planning to, to try to get him in, get him prosecuted, finish the trial, and get him jailed around the time the primaries began. And now it's going to be potentially, it looks like, you know, all, all the signals are there's going to be another arrest and indictment of Trump. I don't, I don't know how it's going to go here in D.C. They have a much more anti-Trump uh, judicial bench up here. Uh, to me, all bets are off here uh, in terms of the abuse of power and how far the Biden regime, I don't call, you know, they officially became a regime, in my view, with the indictment of Trump, how far the Biden regime is willing to go. And, and you know, as again, Democrat prosecutor in, in, in the state of Michigan, a key state, obviously, for any election, has now just tried to arrest the Republican Party leadership for people close to him, you know, most of whom seem to be in their 70s and 80s. Yeah, this this is. Uh, and then on top of that, you have what's happening in New York City and Fulton County, Democrat prosecutor down there. And, you know, my question is, Glenn, you know, we can talk about how outrageous this is. is what's to be done about it? Are Republicans in the House going to exercise all the powers they have under the Constitution to rein this in, cut off funding to these local uh, DAs and states that abuse the civil rights of their citizens, shut down the Jack Smith investigation, just defund it? I mean, there, there are things that can be done that they don't really want to talk about doing because, you know, their, their um, you know, fear-based leadership is their mantra. Well, they better get over that quickly because this is the last election um, that they will, they will have a chance of winning ever again if they, if they don't start moving uh, uh, mountains here and actually cutting off the purse strings uh to the things that they can do <clears throat> and use every tool at its disposal you know they they keep talking about bob well we're thinking about contempt we're thinking about holding you okay well then hold them in contempt stop thinking about it hold them in contempt you know the the uh white house one of the first uh executive orders was to do an a government-wide uh look and plan on how to register new voters and it was right. for every department in the government. Congress has asked for that plan and said, can we see what you guys are doing? They won't release it. Well, let's stop thinking about holding you in contempt and actually putting your ass in jail if you don't do what the, what the other branch is telling you to do, that you, we have a right to see this. Show it to us. I, I, I really am very concerned about the integrity of our election. And uh, if this stuff isn't stopped with Donald Trump, uh, I, we just have we, we're turning into Venezuela. That's right. And they don't want uh, you remember, they're punishing folks for disputing the 2020 election. And what better way to ensure that doesn't happen again and that no one questions the 2024 election or really doesn't want to participate in any significant participate in it in any significant way is to jail the political leadership 
of of the of of the party that challenged uh, Biden. I, you know, this is to me kind of a a search and destroy mission against the Republican yeah. Party. That grand jury, according to reports, is investigating Republican Party fundraising. They've targeted state legislators, citizens involved in this alternative elector dispute uh, before 2020, which happens virtually every election, every federal uh, or presidential election. There are disputes about electors. It's it's what happens. Usually Democrats do it. Uh, but when Republicans do it, it's a different thing. You know, and I testified to the grand jury about this. And it's funny, it's, they were kind of aghast when I said, you know, I was very worried in 2020 because Democrats were saying that they wanted to uh, dispute the election and were willing to engage in succession by certain states unless the Electoral College votes went their way. They didn't seem yep. interested in that seditious conspiracy. Isn't that so? They've got evidence, right? I gave them evidence to the grand jury that Democrats were planning civil unrest and civil war. Oh, did they bring in those folks responsible? Oh, guess who was doing some of that planning? John Podesta, who's currently in the Biden White House. So, Tom, you get up in the morning. You're lifting like, I don't know, Cadillacs. And you're like, oh, I'm going to shape. And uh, you're thinking about what's going on. Are you optimistic or pessimistic? Well, as a Christian, I'm optimistic. As a citizen, um, I'm a bit pessimistic because I kind of see our republic tottering. And I'm fearful we'll, we'll lose it. Um, if if it becomes the norm that the Justice Department can prosecute the former president and and the number one candidate for president against the current president at the drop of a hat, and and if that becomes the norm, we're no different than Putin's Moscow and Xi's Beijing. Uh, that's how you lose a republic. When the Justice Department, we've had political prosecutions in the past out of Justice Department. We know that, you know, and abuses. But nothing where it's been so brazen and naked and the veil's been lifted that you go to jail if you oppose us. And I, you really have to go back to the early part of the last century under Woodrow Wilson to see anything comparable uh, oh, yeah. where they jailed all of his political opponents. Here we didn't have the, you know, but even then you didn't have the major party candidate jailed. And this is what they want to do. They want to jail Trump before the election. Uh, and and the idea that that would be happening in 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 America uh, is um, something that ought to concern us because if it happens, you have to wonder if we quote are America anymore. Are we? <clears throat> I I think we are very close uh, on that line, one way or another. I don't know, but we're very close. Um, Tom, what is the thing that you you can instruct us to do? What is it we can do? I mean, I look at the 16 Republicans indicted, you know, in Michigan. I mean, I would love to see a whole bunch of Republicans standing up in Michigan saying, hey, fine. If that's what you're going to do, we've just doubled our size and we're taking those roles and we're involving ourselves. You know, something that shows that you're not going to take one out without two replacing. We have to be a hydra. Well, certainly um, the left is very concerned about elections in 2024 and them being, you know, they're willing to rig them again. So they want to scare us off from participating in the election process. 
And so no American should be frightened off by this. I mean, if they, if they value their country, they still have to take that risk and participate in the public policy process, certainly as it relates to elections. We've got right now this kind of window in the House where they're figuring out what to do about funding. Ask your member of Congress, what are you going to do to stop this? And I don't want a report. I don't want a hearing. We know what's going on, and you're funding it. You're funding this this jailing of Trump. You're funding this prosecution of citizens for exercising their First Amendment rights, which isn't just about free speech. The other part of exercising your First Amendment rights means the right to petition your government. And that's yes. part of these election disputes. And and why is the why is the House going to fund this? Are they going to continue to fund this? Speaker McCarthy, are you going to shut it down? He could shut down, technically, the Jack Smith investigation, just defund it. Say no money being spent this year on, on, a, on prosecuting Trump or anything under Jack Smith's office, or maybe just shut it down in perpetuity. Demand a special counsel. Mm. Impeach Biden. Escalate it in terms of this is important to the rule of law. We see what you're doing, yeah. and we're going to do everything we can under the Constitution to stop, prevent, and hold you accountable. Yeah, I just can't. I just cannot uh, sit here and and tolerate the stories about the weaponization of government. Um, you know, we hear another one. We hear here's another whistleblower. Here's a, what are you doing about it? What are you yeah. doing about it? We got yeah. it, Tom Fitton. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome, bud. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> you bet. Tom Fitton uh, from JudicialWatch.org. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is American Financing. This is the kind of thing that American Financing specializes in, helping people just like you get out from under high interest debts and find freedom. How many times you know, do you go out to the, whale, uh, the mailbox hoping, 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 hoping? No, it's not going to be there this time. It's, gonna, it's another day. It's another day. It's another day. And then that bill comes in. American Financing is a family-owned mortgage company that's in it for you. And they're saving people just like you an average of $700 a month. Please let them do a free mortgage review for you today. They can show you all the ways you could be saving and how much you could be saving. If you get a mortgage refi, for instance, you could consolidate that credit card into something that is very low interest. You could also end up being able to delay two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. The call is free. No obligation. Start saving right now. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. There is uh, there's so much going on. I, I, I don't understand, Stu, maybe you can explain this to me. How is it that the uh, Supreme Court can say that you you don't get you don't get to just make up things like student debt relief, mm -hmm. uh, the loan relief? And then he just does it anyway, just a smaller scale. Yeah, and I don't even know if it really will be a smaller scale. They're saying now it could cost five hundred billion dollars. Um, what, what? So, so what does? 
do we have to sue him again and go back to mm-hmm. the Supreme Court again? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you're going to have to do, because this this is part of a somewhat new or at least mm-hmm. newly common approach on the left, which is what if we just do it? Like, what if we just cheat? What if we just break the rules we know we have? You know, we saw it with DACA. We saw it with uh, with the student loan thing. We saw it with the um, eviction moratorium. Uh, we're seeing it now with the Equal Rights Amendment in the Constitution, which they're now cl- their new steer- theory is literally now they're claiming actually it did pass the Equal Rights Act uh, Amendment. They're just saying, yeah, no, it actually did pass. It did, and they're what? going to now go to court <laughs> to try to make the court say yes, actually that amendment exists already. It is literally their plan, um, and they're it, but they're, it. it, it, it. Oh. Right. If if you don't remember the history of this, which uh, you'd certainly be excused for it, but they needed to they needed to get it through thirty eight states uh, within a certain time frame. I think it was seven years. They extended it to ten, but they had ten years to get it through thirty eight states. They got it through thirty five. Well, after this, other states have come on board, and they're just going to say, "Well, the time the time thing didn't really. That's not real. So we're just going to say it passed." And they're doing this stuff. You know, if and you already had the other yeah. thirty states, then just go back and just say, "Hey." Sign back on. Let's go. We can get this done quickly now. They know they don't because some of those states have dropped out in the interim. But they're just going to act like the ones that dropped out didn't count and the ones that joined late did. And therefore, we have enough. And like they know they don't have this. They're just hoping they'll get friendly courts to approve all of their lies. And worst case scenario, they get to blame the right for all the evil judges. The Glenn Beck Program.